What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's Seven Figures Club podcast episode. Today, boys and girls, we've got a great topic for you, and it's really the three tips and secrets to achieve the dream life and dream business that you've always wanted, the three secret sales steps that are very simple yet very powerful that I learned from Tony Robbins' coach. So let's get started. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. What's going on, everybody? Hope you are doing very well here as we are in the third quarter of 2021 unbelievable it's uh you know we're we're popping into september here time is just flying by and hopefully you're creating the business and life of your dreams that you're making progress that you're pivoting as you run into brick walls and obstacles and that you are holding yourself accountable your team accountable and getting closer to breaking into that seven figures club that only seven percent of businesses reach or Maybe you're already on your way to trying to break the eight-figure club or beyond. Either way, today's podcast episode is going to enlighten you and brighten your day and vision. And it's something powerful I was just sharing with our team. Every Wednesday, we have our company meeting. And, you know, a lot of us are in the office. Some of us are working from home. Some of us are across the country everybody logs into this meeting and as i'm sitting here going through this meeting you know i always like to talk about our values uh one of the one of the values i went over today is the you know importance of being unreasonably optimistic i was talking you know half of the time we're talking to a client or a prospect customer that's having a bad day that's uh, the glass is very half empty and so it's on us to kind of turn that client around by agreeing, validating their problems, their concerns. And then I love to transition with, but the good news is, here's the solution. Here's what we're going to do to win. And gosh dang it, we're going to win together. So let's get going. And you can literally change someone's mindset, their outlook perspective extremely fast when you agree with their concern you validate it i hear you i'm with you and then transition in but the good news is bob the good news is we've got solutions here with this funding source we've got solutions here with our program we've got solutions here to help you take your business to the next level and so i was reminded of a previous podcast episode that i did i think it was number 58 with Tony Robbins, first employer, mentor, coach, still very close friends to this day, an icon, an OG, the godfather of you know personal development and professional expertise and sales and so forth, building businesses, is the great Jim Britt. And Jim Britt is an amazing, you know, icon, man, uh, coach, you know, multi-million dollar. Uh, professional when it comes to improving your life, to creating success, learning sales, building a business. And there's a reason why 
you know, Tony Robbins is the force he is today because he learned so much from working at, you know, under the tutelage of Jim Britt. So Jim Britt, again, I highly recommend you listen to podcast episode 58, but, but uh, Jim grew up in Oklahoma, rural area, you know, not a lot of opportunities and things going on in this uh, area of Oklahoma. Kind of similar to me because I grew up in Beaver, Utah, 3,000 people, very small town, limited opportunities, you know, in southern Utah where I grew up. And so I kind of, you know, resonate and understand where Jim is coming from when he's talking, you know, about his life. And so he had worked at a gas station and he's knocking out, you know, 60 hour weeks which most of us don't do, but as my mentor and friend, Patrick Bet David says, you know, you're a part-time entrepreneur if you work 40 hours a week, you're full-time if you work 60 hours a week, and you're all the time if you work 80 hours a week. And contrary to popular belief, you actually can be an all-the-time entrepreneur, still show up for your kids' games, coach them in football or, or whatever it is that like I do, you know, still be involved, still take your wife out on date night, um, still take time to travel. You can be an all, all the time entrepreneur and create your dream business in life. Although sometimes, you know, you might pull it back to a full-time entrepreneur depending on what else is going on in your life, but you just eliminate some of those time-wasting activities. Anyway, Jim, you know, is working this gas station, not the best job in the world. And then he gets his quote unquote dream job where he makes the same amount of money, maybe a little bit more, but instead of working 60 hours a week, now he's only working 40 hours a week at the town factory. So he's working at the town factory, you know, and this is back in the late 60s, early 70s, where some the, the idea, the mindset was, hey, I'm going to get a job, you know, at the factory, and maybe there's going to be a pension and I can work 30 years at this factory and then retire. Like that's the life people used to live. And that was kind of what got them excited. They, you know, buy that home, the white picket fence and live that little, that little simple life, but a, a decent life that a lot of people were excited about. And that's kind of what the outlook was. And a lot of people are settling for less, obviously, with that mindset. And it hasn't changed today. It hasn't changed today. You know, there's 10% of the population that are entrepreneurial, you know, 330 million people in this country, in the U.S., and 30 million of them are business owners. So it's maybe, you know, 10, 12% of the population are entrepreneurial business owners, and you know, the rest just don't take those risks. Like, that's reality. And so there Jim is, you know, working that little factory job, and it's an all right life. He's got a house, a wife, a, a, ba a new baby. You know, he's got a, a car for himself and his wife. And, and you know, he doesn't have a lot of savings. There's not a lot of extra money. But he does, you know, because he's working 40 hours. Now he's got a little bit of extra time. And he's not necessarily looking for anything. But uh, one of his colleagues at the factory changes his life. He says, hey, Jim, you know, it's Wednesday. Why don't you come to this meeting with me? Jim's like, what, what meeting? What, what's this all about? He's like, you know, I don't have all the details. I just know it's, it's going to be something that we can make a lot of money with. And they said to bring someone. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, of inviting you because, you know, do you want to work at this factory job for the rest of your life? And Jim's like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I do. And, uh, the, and then this colleague's like, well, Jim, hey, 
Uh, I'll buy you a beer afterwards. Fair enough. And Jim's like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll go. I'll go for the beer. So he's like, all right, I'll go for the beer. They go to this meeting. And at this meeting, Jim's mind is blown. It's opened up to a new world of possibilities. It's opened up to, well, guess what, Jim? You don't have to work at the factory for the rest of your life. You don't have to just barely you know, get by and live a very average, ordinary, small life. Jim, you can think bigger. There are people in our organization making you know, 10, 15, 20, $25,000 a month. And guys, it's back in like the 60s, 70s. That's a lot of money. It's still a lot of money today, right? A lot of people would love to be able to make that uh, amount of money. I put you in the top 10% of earners in this country. And so that's the mindset. That's the you know, perspective that he gains by going to this meeting. And they're like, all right, Jim, you know, we've got three programs that you can get started with. You can get started at the $30 level, make a little money. You can get started at the $300 level, make some more money. Or if you want to go gangbusters, all in invested, Jim, hey, there's the $4,000 program where you make maximum commissions and you can build your dream business, yada, yada, yada. So it's a network marketing company. And Jim, to this day, has no idea why, but he stands up and he's like, I'll do the $4,000 program. So he makes that commitment. All right, I'm going to do the $4,000 program. And everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. Wow, wow, impressive, Jim. Very impressive. He's a young guy and he makes this commitment. He has $27 in his bank account. He has no idea how he's going to come up with this money. And so then he's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go to the bank. And this is great as a funding guy with a funding marketplace and creative financing being the way that so many entrepreneurs from Phil Knight at Nike to Kevin Plank at Under Armour to you know Larry Page and Sergey Brin at Google, like creative financing is usually what it takes to launch a successful business. We don't all, you know, aren't all able to raise that angel seed investment of, you know, hundreds of thousands, a million dollars that, you know, a very small percentage of companies do. And so, you know, he's thinking, all right, I'm going to come up, I got to come up with four grand. He doesn't even know anybody who has four grand. So he goes to the first bank, the second, 23 banks later, he's got to know everyone. He's about ready to give up. And the last one agrees to give him the $4,000 which, you know, there was a little bit of uh, incentive, emotion, who knows how these decisions were made back then. But so that's, that's what happens. He borrows that $4,000, gets into the program, fast forward a year later, and Jim is not doing well. He is not doing well at all. He's losing everything. He has lost you know, his, his home's uh, going to be sold to uh, foreclosure. It's, on, it's on, on the courthouse steps. He's lost his cars. They've been repoed. You know, the couches have been taken away by the bank because he's struggling to pay that $4,000 loan back, I imagine. And there he is. But he's a hard worker. He's making the contacts every day. He's knocking on the doors, but he's not selling anything. He's having no success. And someone at corporate feels bad for him and gets one of their top earners to come visit Jim. So they come to Jim's home in Oklahoma. They sit on the floor because there's no couch and they talk. They talk for a few minutes and well, actually they talk, I think for like 90 minutes, an hour and a half. And Jim's eyes are open and this guy kind of lets him know what it's gonna take. All of a sudden the next month, Jim makes $2,500. Then he makes $6,000. Then he makes $12,000 in month three. 
And fast forward, you know, like a, a year or two later, and booyah. I mean, he's a millionaire, and this is in the early 70s. That's a ton of money before inflation, and he's changed his life. And then he buys another business that does well. And, you know, then he eventually ends up in California in the seminar circuit, working with his business partner, the late, great, amazing icon, Jim Rohn, and one of their, you know, employees, you know, who becomes huge in the business that they work together with is Tony Robbins. So what happened? And this is where I stop Jim in the middle of the interview. And so again, you're going to want to listen to this. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, wait a second, Jim. So what in the world did this guy tell you? What did this guy tell you that changed everything? He's like, oh, that's a really good question. So he looks at Jim and he's like, Jim, how do you know if you have a prospect? How do you know? Jim's like, I don't know. They buy? No. No, Jim. Here's how you know if you have a prospect. You find out if they have a problem or a pain point that they would like to solve. Okay? That's number one. If people don't have a problem or a pain point, it's very difficult to get them to do something, right? So we find out their problem or their pain point, number one. Number two, we find out, do they want to solve it? Sometimes people don't. Sometimes they just want to make love to that problem. I talk about this all the time. They want to make love to it and dive into it and swim around in it and wake up and bathe in that problem. They really aren't interested in the solution. They just want to make love to that problem and whine and complain and be a victim. There's a lot of people out there in the world today that, you know, enjoy being victims. And boy, we love to, you know, put those victims on a pedestal. And I don't find that that's very helpful for anybody, you know, to be glorified for being a victim. And the successful people in life that kick butt, that make things happen, are not victims. So anyway, you find out if they have a problem, number one, this guy tells Jim. Number two, do they want to solve the problem? Number three, hey, can your product or service solve their problem? And you better believe it can because that's why we're here, right? So that's the three-step process. Find out their problem, their pain point, number one. Find out if they want to solve it, number two. And number three, solve that problem with your product or service, getting them past the obstacle problem pain point that they have. And that's it. So understanding those three points, then Jim's like, well, well, how do you find these things out? The guy's like, have a conversation with people. Ask them questions. Ask them about their work. Ask them about their family. If you just ask people, you know, open-ended questions, not yes-no questions, open-ended questions to get them to open up, they'll tell you. And they'll tell you what the problems are very quickly, most of the time. Like, you don't have to prod. People, you know, they have their problems. They're concerned. They're carrying them around. Their luggage, their baggage, holding them down. They love to share their problems with you. You find out if they want to solve it, great. And then you solve that problem for them and tell them, I've got the answers. You're confident. Let's go. And that's what it takes. And people react to that confidence. And then, at the, and then uh, after that, he, and he said, you know what? And, and if you can, you know, go into every conversation, every meeting, thinking, how can I help this person? It's not about you. It's not about me. It's what can we do to help that person? And if you go into that conversation with that focus, with that attitude, then you can help a lot of people. And if you are interested in making a lot of money, learn how to help a lot of people. Learn how to solve people's problems 
solve people's problems, help a lot of people, you will make a lot of money. And that's been his mindset ever since. And he's been extraordinarily successful in life and business because of it. So that, my friends, is what I wanted to share with you today. The three secrets, the three tips to success in life and in business for sure. You know, with you and your team jumping into the Seven Figures Club, that's going to be a powerful concept that will help you for years to come. So that, my friends, is today's message. God bless you. Make it happen. No excuses. Be accountable. And we'll see you next time on the flip side of the Seven Figures Club podcast. Are you looking for more Seven Figure Secrets content or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening. And if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.